This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Psalm 126 says, When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we are like them that dream. Then our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue was singing then said they are among the nations the heathens the Lord has done great things for them the Lord has done great things for us when we are glad but that is not the end say turn around our captivity again like the streams in the south those that sow in tears shall reap in joy he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seeds, shall doubtless come back again with rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves with him, bringing in the harvest with him. You have toiled. It is time for the God of turnaround to be implicated in your situation. January, February, March, April, May, up to this point, if it has not been eventful, this is the point of inflection. God wants to change something in someone's life from this, from this point henceforth. And if you are the one that God is talking about, see a very big amen to that. That amen sounds, uh, that amen is from the wheelchair. Thank you, Jesus. So Ted is the one that turns our captivity again and again and again. Some of us were being in a state with hang of what he did before. But God is a God of again and again and again. Some of you, the last time that you experienced divine turnaround, probably 10 years ago, 5 years ago, or just 5 days ago, God is saying that I want to do more. Oh, I can't hear, I can't hear somebody say very big amen to that. Because you see, life it's in stages. Life also, your life, is in phases, the journey. And in every phase, God is able to do something. We thank God for what God did. He turned around something in your life because our God is a turner of captivity. It's a turner of captivity. Any situation that is unpleasant, any situation that has rendered you still in the same place, any situation that has kept you prohibited you, any situation that has caged you, imprisoned you is a captivity. Any influence, any situation, any condition that you have stayed in too long, even you yourself, you know that ah, this stage, I have grown past this stage. Listen, when the God of turnarounds, the God that does it again and again, comes in, hallelujah, he comes in, he changes everything. Probably you have been here, you've been experiencing some negative patterns and you are saying, when will this thing go away? What you need is for God to come in that turnaround dimension. You need to allow him and say, God, come and turn things around for me. Hallelujah. Come and turn these patterns around for me. Listen very carefully. Everyone needs, you know, again and again and again and again and again. And I'm trusting God in the precious name of Jesus that before the end of this service, 
he will do it again in your life. That amen sounds paralyzed. I said that amen sounds paralyzed. If you believe it, say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm looking at the power we're going to engage. In the book of Chronicles, something happened there. Something happened. The book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I want us to read. It says, I'll summarize it. This is the story of Jehoshaphat and uh, Judah. Three nations came to trouble them, wanted to kill them, to destroy them. The Moabites, the Ammonites, and these are known invaders. They invade territories. And also the people from Montsia. These are very powerful people. Warriors from the mountains. So they came together to fight against Jehoshaphat and also the entire Judah. So Jehoshaphat and the entire nation, they were terrified when they heard these people coming. They were terrified. They were horrified. They were traumatized. They were in uh, severe apprehension, not knowing what was going to happen. The tension was, 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 was high everywhere. They were intimidated. So they ran to God. Say, God, please, do something for us. Do you know something? I want you to know something. You know, sometimes trouble, people go looking for trouble, so trouble will come to them. Right? Some people go looking for trouble, then trouble comes to them. But sometimes trouble just comes because of trouble. So this is the case. You are just okay, and then trouble coming in. But I tell you what, whatsoever it is that has troubled you, even if you have used your own hands to go and draw it out, God has a prescription for you. He says that the lawful captives also shall be delivered. Oh, I can't hear somebody say a very big amen to that. That's what he says. That even the one that you have gone to bring by yourself and you have become a captive of what? Of your action. He says, the lawful captive shall be delivered. You will be delivered in the precious name of Jesus. And even if trouble came and you didn't look for it, God will also deliver you from that trouble in the precious name of Jesus. So was the case of this man. Then they went, cried unto God and said, God, please do something, help us. And God says, I will give you a prescription. I will help you. Say, so you just go and praise me. Praise me. Just praise me. So it says, it says, and the Bible says that when they began to sing and praise the Lord. The Lord set ambushment against these three nations. When they began to, you can see what your praise can do. I tell you what, your praise can change the tone of your life from this time henceforth. Why? Because your praise will create an atmosphere for God to come in that turnaround dimension he will turn things around for you. May I say unto someone here, <laughs> may I say unto someone here, that the testimonies we are going to be receiving after this service will be testimonies of total turnaround in the precious name of Jesus. If you are the one that God is talking about, say a very big amen to that. So they did as God prescribed. They went and they started to praise God. The Bible says, and then God set an ambushment against the enemies. 
that they started to fight themselves. Do you know what happened? The Moabites and the Ammonites, they came together and then dealt with the people of Montsiel. And after they had finished dealing with them, the Bible says they now helped, use the word, they now helped destroy themselves. Have you seen it there? They helped themselves. Listen, there is a particular, particular kind of help that God will give you. Hallelujah. That when you begin to see the manifestation, it will be a kind of help even against your enemies. That your enemies now will now be helping themselves to kill themselves. May I? Oh. He says, I will contend with those that contend with you. He said, the battle is mine, not yours. When God takes over the battle of your lives, hallelujah. When God sets an ambushment against your enemy, by the power of praise, they begin to fight themselves. And then they fought themselves and then kill themselves. Every witch, every plan in the coven to deal with your life, God is bringing confession to their midst this moment to the precious name of Jesus. Oh, I say every plan, hallelujah. When men have sat down, every conspiracy against your progress in life, every conspiracy against your sons, every conspiracy against your daughters, every conspiracy against the work of your hands, every conspiracy in your office, every conspiracy, oh my God, in your neighborhood, every conspiracy against your, oh my God, against your assignments, God Almighty is putting confusion into their midst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They will begin to fight against themselves. They will begin to kill themselves. This is what is happening. May I say also of Nigeria, they will continue to fight. Oh, the enemies of nations now are fighting themselves. This will be our testimonies in the precious name of Jesus Christ. By the reason of the power of praise. So your praise this morning, you ought to make it a dedicated praise. A purpose-driven praise. A purpose-driven worship. Don't just come and worship God anyhow. What is a purpose-driven worship? It's a worship that is dedicated. A consecrated worship unto him. I remember someone wanted a testimony and said, God, when will you turn this thing over? When are you going to turn this thing around for me? And then God now prescribed and says, for the next five days, don't do anything, just be praising me. But not, a kind, not, 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 not just praising me anyhow. There is a kind of praise that is consecrated unto him. A kind of praise, you know, that is dedicated unto him. A kind of praise... You know, that involves your entire existence to be poured in. That is the kind of praise that God is talking about. Listen very carefully. See those people. They are about to kill their children, to kill their wife, to destroy them. Do you think that they were prisoners and, you know, they will have been using their, their phones, their cell phones, and say, hey, see me, Frankie's in town. That's not the kind of praise that can change things. That's not the kind of praise. 
if you want God to turn things around for you, you give him a concentrated, consecrated, concentrated praise, worship, where you disconnect from everything and pour your worship only to him. I tell you what, it would generate little power. Little. It's very little. To turn things around for you. Some people are thinking and say, you know, ah, praise. When has praise become so powerful? When has praise become such a very instrument, such a very powerful instrument of warfare? It's because they don't understand spiritual things. Because to a natural man, the Bible says that a natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. He can't, he can't receive it. He cannot accommodate it. Why? He does not know them. He does not understand them. He does not understand them. Why? Because they are spiritually understood. They are spiritually discerned. They are spiritually perceived. So, in the physical or in the natural, praise looks, in all course, it looks invalid. It looks as if praise is not capable of delivering, you know, victory in warfare. That praise is in, you know, in, um, ineffective. That it's harmless. It looks harmless. He looks powerless. But in the spirit realm, don't joke. Don't. Praise is the little weapon that God has given unto you. Because when we praise him, we create an environment for him. And then he comes in. And I tell you what, when God comes in, at the presence of God, all the little hills, they will skip like ram. The mountains will melt before him. Hallelujah. Every mountain confronting you, confronting your marriage, confronting, oh my God, your progress in life, in the place of settling down, confronting you in the place of your finances, confronting you in the place of your ministry, confronting you as a family. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that as you begin to give God concentrated and consecrated worship this morning. Hallelujah. His presence will come down and they will all melt before him. Hallelujah. They will skip away before him like little lambs in the precious name of Jesus. Why? At the presence of the Lord. Every mountain must melt. Thank you, King of Glory. One thing you should expect from this service as we begin to bless the name of the Lord. Finally, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. See what happened after they had fought themselves. It says, and when Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles 20, 25, it says, and when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, all the people that had died, all of them, all of them that helped destroy themselves. So when they came to take the spoils of war, when they came to take the spoils, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead, with, with the dead bodies, and precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away, and they were three days in gathering of the spoil, for it was so much. It was so much. Do you know why in those days when people went to war, why they had to gather spoils of war? Why they had to take, you know, valuable treasures from people that they had defeated? Why? Because they bring in those, those things are evidences that we went to war. See. 
See. See. It was from that same spot of war that Abraham began to give God a tent. That was where tithe started from. When he went and delivered his nephew from those five kings and he brought spoils of war and then met a strange man, Jesus in the Old Testament, Melchizedek, Prince of Peace, that represented Jesus and served in communion. He gave him a tent from the spoils of war. From the spoils of war. People will ask you, you went to war. Show us the evidence that you won. People will ask you, you have come to church today to engage the power of worship, of praise. Show us the evidence. Listen, evidences are testimonies. I want to prophesy to someone here. After this morning encounter, you will pack testimonies and testimonies and testimonies and oh my God and testimonies 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 and this will be evidence that God Almighty has given you the victory. How many of us are ready to bless the Lord? How many of us are ready to engage the power of praise? How many of us are ready and saying, Lord, it is time my enemies, our enemies begin to fight themselves. How many of us are here and say, it is time for me to collect my testimonies? If you are the one that God is talking about, jump on your feet. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand and say, Father, say, Father, I am here. Go ahead and begin to bless him. Give him blessing. Go ahead and give him blessing. Give him blessing. I'm here. I devolve my life to you. I consecrate this worship to you. I dedicate this worship to you, oh God. My life will never be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name. Very quickly before we sit, just keep standing. And at the end of this service, God has instructed me while I was preparing for this service to prophesy just three things. Just to say it out. So don't miss it. But if you are here this morning, just keep standing where you are standing and you don't know him. You want to say, Jesus, I want to know him. These people had a relationship with, with God. So they could run to him for help. If you don't have a relationship with him, how will God respond to you? So if you're here this morning, you want to say, Jesus, I want to submit your lordship. Wherever you are, just lift up your hands and just wave. And you'll be given the card so I could pray with you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Very quickly, just give them the card. Thank you. God, just wave wherever you are. Up the gallery, just pray. And receive the card in the precious name. Very quickly, just wave, 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 wave. Thank you, King of Glory. Lord, I thank you and I bless you, God, even for these ones. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus Christ that you wash their sins by your blood. Thank you, King of Glory. I destroy the power of sin and Satan and circumstances over your life. And I pray that from today, your life will never be the same again. 
Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.